0: test realm. And you, there's a there's a grappling hook I found that shoots like a grapple. And I didn't really know what it did at that point. But there's a ceiling above and I just shoot the grapple up, up at the ceiling. And all of a sudden it starts pulling my my character in the game. Right. But I'm attached to it. So I'm in it. And so I just pull. I, I started going up. My whole body went limp. I fell on the floor because I my brain couldn't register what was happening <laughs> so I, was, I just was like bruh and i bruh, just I, bruh. I paid money to see that <laughs> no but it was too. i was freaking out after i was like what just happened
1: <laughs> your
2: for a news from our partners the twisted world
3: What is up, Twisted World fam? We are back. Hope everybody's Christmas was uh, fantastic. Mine was great. Um, We are getting ready to have some fun. Getting ready to be the new year. 2022. Getting ready to hit. What's up to my friends, Cody and Andy. What's going on, guys?
1: Yo. So uh, 2022, New Year's coming. Cody, what you doing for New Year's,
0: bro? <sighs> I'm actually uh, going to be in LA for New Year's. I'm going to a Charger game. Hey, yeah, oh, that'll be Chargers. Great. And you Even like stadium. the five
4: other people that are there will really enjoy that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Pretty yeah, sick, I I'll uh, I will say I'm not a Charger fan, but well, I mean, who is right? I mean, just like I know we got to share a stadium with them and all, but
1: just <laughs> who
0: cares? Anyway, but I hopefully I, there is some Rams stuff I can buy there. But, um, yeah, that's where I'll be. Uh, oh, I went, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be, uh, be in Charger Stadium. Fantastic. So, interesting.
1: That's, uh, that's cool. Yeah.
4: It's cool to go to 80 Pro game. I mean, I know yeah. the Chargers like, lame. Who's actually playing? The Broncos. Broncos and Chargers. Oh. That's, I mean, at least it's a divisional, divisional game. game. But, like, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, Justin Herbert's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. I can't deny that. He, he, I can't deny Justin good. Herbert has had a fantastic year.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, he has. And, and, you know, I mean, it's he, hes only going to get better. I believe. I'm definitely showing the prime there. Um, what do you got going on, Aaron? Uh, well, I mean, I get to hang out with a, a lot of great friends in Tahoe, and a uh, lot of great friends. Yeah, they stand about three feet tall, and uh, you know, they—they—they they, they bring joy, and they're not, you know, as we we put it last week, they're not on the naughty list, unlike their father.
4: But wait, we're bringing our kids. We yes.
3: Yes. trip Tahoe. The cool thing is is uh we were we were looking and for a minute there it was like, Oh, there's not gonna be any snow and you know, it's probably gonna be in the sixties, and then a few days ago I was
1: like, Hey, I'm gonna
3: check again and see what the weather right. channel says. And it's like nonstop snow and the highs are in, are like twenty eight. I'm 35. telling you, when I
4: googled it, it said that there was a lot of inches of snow during that season and I was like, I'm gonna be prepared. I even got new tires on the van like but I know we talked about it remember yeah, it was like yeah.
3: is it going to snow yeah now it's and we looked and doesn't it was it like start
4: Tuesday and like not end until after the 1st of the year like boom dropping dropping like it's hot, mm-hmm. but cold
3: instead you know, like it's going to be cold. fun dropping like it's, it's going to be fun going to be fun so uh new year's a lot of people do a lot of crazy things any crazy stories from you guys any big new years in in the past i got a cool one um but i'm going to let you guys um tell me any any wild any you know, anything interesting that has ever happened to you on New Year's Eve?
0: No, not really. New
4: Year's Eve was the time when I was sixteen that I texted my wife and asked her out on a date. Of course I did it through text. So that would probably be the biggest thing that's ever happened to me on New Year's. Mr. That date cool. did not go well, mind you. You asked Wait, wait, wait. What you I, asked you asked her now amazing wife out on
0: a date via, message? Via text. Yeah. That's, I mean that's really? not
4: that's actually not a great story i probably shouldn't have gone in with that one because we did all, we did go on a date um, was that a
0: new medium in the 1960s or come on 1960s. how Does that make me then what the heck <laughs> i'm not sure how i should take uh, that we did go on a you date you couldn't afford a cell phone in and, the, in the uh, great
4: depression so the long story short there is I, it, it didn't go it didn't go well and uh, i thought that i would instant message her on aol and tell her that i didn't want to go on another date and then just how long did that take you to like, be friends like five years that um dial-up. that dialogue still? i i got online as soon as i a got Netscape. home and i sent it that's <laughs> it was AOL, bro <laughs> and, and and i actually didn't get a response from her i just heard the door shut you know like the right the, uh, that noise that yeah yeah so i'm 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 dating myself back to aol you oh, know wait. but but did you go on the date i did i on New year's did Eve? No, we did not go on the date on the New Year's Eve. You just asked her, I, ass on, on. I said, so when I, was, like, when I was a teenager, we were, I used to take my, my, all my friends and my buddies, we'd go to my mom's and we would do like game nights and stuff like that. And we'd play video games all night long, yeah. right? That was like my yeah. thing of like New Year's. So I was actually at my mom's house and um, her family and uh, my dad and stepmom and all of them were, were at all together. And so I text her and said, hey, do you want to go on a date sometime? Well, they were all together and my dad was there. My dad picks up the phone. Like, I guess he walked into another room that night calls me up on the phone and goes was that you or was that a friend and i'm like what he's like "The just text julia was like oh it was me he goes it better have been because if it was one of your friends you're still going on this date and i was uh. like it was me dad i did it i text her i want to go on a date with her Hey, way um, to I go mike hey we love you for that
0: man <laughs> bad respect dude
4: Listen, that's legit i was just a 16 year old kid that wanted to play video games and 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 found my wife cute thought she was great but i was 16 and i was not ready for anything like really serious and so the date went Okay. I didn't think it was a great date. And uh luckily it worked out, you know, years down the road where we ended up your mom's probably like, I raised you. Hey, <laughs> Renee's probably like, shaking her head. Oh, time. I'm sure. I don't remember that I do remember my mom laying it on pretty thick. Um, especially because I think after that whole thing went down, you know, my wife was talking to another guy. She's like, You missed your opportunity. You missed yeah. it. It's over. Yeah. Like like she like rubbed it in my face. So yeah. she wanted me to feel the burn, and I did. Of course I did. Uh, A few years go past and things had happened and, you know, we ended up going to college together and, I mean, I think it took us 20 days in our first semester of college to, like, become a a boyfriend and girlfriend and it wasn't long after that 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 I knew. Isn't
0: that wild, though, that pressing send, the decision to press send on that text message has such a huge influence on the rest of your life? It's such a big the you ripples know, that happen. Yeah. It's such a big crossroad that happened. Like, boom. The trajectory of your life has changed just infinitely. Everything. Yeah. Well, Everything. It,
3: you yeah. wouldn't have this amazing wife, three beautiful little angels. Like, you wouldn't have anything. None of that problem. Yeah. No.
4: And, and it was me that sent it. I just want to be clear. Yeah. It uh-huh. was me that sent the text message.
3: Oh, we're going to call your dad after this and find yeah. out. Yeah. Fact check. Uh-huh. Yeah. be are like, sir, uh, we got a question for
4: you. My mom's going to be mad.
3: At you. Yeah. Because
4: I, I mentioned her name, but I also yeah. mentioned my dad in the same sentence. Yeah. So she's gonna be like, Yeah, you mentioned me, but you also mentioned your dad again. So Listen. I love my mom. Renee's an amazing woman. Love and yeah. she's great. Awesome. And uh we're gonna dedicate this episode to her. To Renee. Just so okay. yeah, I get a thank you. Much, text much love to Renee this next week.
3: And we're thankful because I mean honestly, I think you know, Mike's a great guy, but I think without Renee in your life, you for sure would have been Permanent naughty list. I just don't. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine. Listen, I'm telling that, you, she's pr- I probably brought a little. You know, that's. I'm sure I'm
4: going to get a comment. i like was every now kid. and then,
3: some joy comes out of Andy. You're like, oh, okay, that's Renee. Like, we, listen, my love and then for a little bit of funniness comes out, and that's Mike. Like, my love it. for
4: Thanksgiving comes from Renee. Yeah, she she's the reason I love it because she was like a football person, and we did Thanksgiving. My birthday was after that, like so everything around Thanksgiving and why I love it so much came from her. Yeah, like, but does she love Christmas? She does, but I think Thanksgiving's her you hear, favorite too. You hear that?
0: she does She yeah.
4: does. like i'm, I'm <laughs> if i'm being honest and i'm and i'm gonna make a judgment call i'm gonna say she likes thanksgiving more Yeah, now, she may like christmas you because of us right yeah. because again i love my love for christmas now comes from my kids but i, I i'm gonna say if i had to if i had to pick a, a date right now i think thanksgiving's her holiday that's the one, wait, one that she cares I the most if she, about.
3: when she listened to last week's episode i wonder does she know your distaste towards christmas no i don't know that i any mean i don't want knew. to get back on the you know horse. And, and, I know, we've got another podcast to talk about. Yeah, we got stuff to talk about. No, but,
4: I but no, no, I don't know that they, I don't think anybody really knows, right? And it's yeah. not like I'm a bah humbug where I'm walking around in black
1: on Christmas, I right? I just want to know one thing, one thing, one thing. Did the three ghosts come visit? Ghosts aren't real. They're eventually going to come, bro,
4: and you're going to be like Ebenezer and being like... Wait, ghosts
1: Listen, aren't real? I didn't
4: get abducted,
1: so... Uh, we We're not. This, it's still out. The theory is still <laughs> out on Santa being an alien. <laughs>
3: So, anyways, um, anyways, uh, happy New Year! Um, it's not quite New Year's, New Year's Eve yet. Um, I just wanted to do a little touch on one of my coolest New Year's Eve stories, just real fast. And then we're gonna get into our, our topic here. 1999. Everybody thought the whole world was gonna shut down. I was a teenager, and it was like everybody was watching the clock. Like Y2K, right? Y2K. It was the coolest thing ever. It's like I mean, you couldn't believe how many people were like. We like to talk about mysteries and myths and legends and conspiracy theories. Like we talk about this stuff. That was legit. I lived one. Everybody I knew was watching their clock and was like, "Is this world going to shut down? Is the electric power going to go off?" Like because everything was run by computers by this point. So everybody was like, "The world is going to shut down the second it strikes midnight." So everybody was like, "You could see this tension," and everybody's like, "And then it didn't happen." It was the
4: most anti-climatic thing ever. Yeah. And then I heard all the arguments that, well, actually for it to be the year 2000, it has to complete. So it's actually going to happen on the year 2001, yeah. not 2000. And I was I, like, y'all are crazy. I was and the hype people. was already
0: destroyed by it, then. You, you, so you, really listen, cared. And, I do really care. was
4: done. It was done. Yeah. I was
3: like, this, this is so dumb.
4: So yeah, nothing ever happened
3: for those of you that uh, did not live through the Y2K experience like Cody. Um, but those of you that did, you'll remember nothing ever happened. I never shut down. No power grids failed. It was still all normal. It's normal every day, right? Great New Year. But anyways, Happy New Year. Uh, today's topic is going to be a fun one. A uh, little, little little over a week ago, the new Matrix uh, movie dropped mm-hmm. in the theaters and on HBO Max. Again, checked it out. Um, and uh, we, are all, we all enjoy the Matrix movie. Uh, I'm a huge Matrix buff. Watch the first one I can't even tell you how many times in the theater
1: when it first came out it it is thought provoking intriguing, but our discussion today our our topic is is the matrix for real
3: are we living in some form of a construct of some massive computer
1: control our brain a simulation a simulation right is is anything that you see smell taste touch is your is your
3: best friend your spouse sitting next to you are they even sitting there?
4: Right. No, they're in a
1: bowl of jelly with the thing plugged in in the back mm-hmm. of their neck. You know? Right? Primordial goo. So I want to, this is not going to be a whole lot of people,
3: but for those of you guys that haven't seen The Matrix, I'm just going to really try to sum this up real fast, at least just Matrix 1. That's the one. If you want to see the background to The Matrix, that's the one you want to watch. The other ones are really great, too. Love all three, and now the new one. Uh, but that first one, that's The Stage. Right. So you got this, this hacker guy. He's living in the world. He's living two lives, living a normal like salary, Monday through Friday, nine to five. And then he's got this hacker thing going on on, on the back end. And he's doing his thing. And then he meets this, this guy named Morpheus. And Morpheus comes and he's like, Hey, by the way, nothing you see, taste, touch, smell is real. He's like, What? So he says, Listen, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Right. Two choices. Right. The, the whole tube pill thing for those of you guys that have probably heard or seen memes red blue uh excuse me red pill blue pill and he he says hey take the red pill and i'll I'll go to deeper down the rabbit hole i'm going to show you the real world nothing what you see is real or you take the blue pill go back to your chill life and just keep doing what you're doing right like and you'll never remember any. okay All right basic premise don't need to go any deeper than
1: that it's going to set the stage um so the question is, the ideal, the thought that we are living in the matrix, is it far-fetched? That what we're experiencing right now. Right this minute. Like, are we really sitting here having this discussion?
0: I guess, my we're, okay.
1: I, I, I'm feeling something powerful coming from Cody. No,
0: I mean, it's not powerful. It just <laughs> it, It's not far-fetched. It's really not. Because right. with the same amount of evidence you could say it is. You can easily say that it's not, because the whole point is that you would feel that way or you would say that. Right. You know what I mean? You would you would say no. It, this is real because I can feel this. Well, at the same time, you can say, well, you feel that because you're in the simulation. It can be answered that same way. So, no, I don't think it's far fetched at all. I think that living in the matrix is an absolute plausibility.
4: I, I just think okay. So we 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 talk about is this really happening? It's the it's the physical because you can have a conversation and. Like if the idea is that we're living in a simulation, when it came, when he came out, it was still Neo. Yeah. He looked a little different. was a little scruffy, had a little hole in the back of his neck, but he was still Neo and Trinity still knew who he was, but the world looked completely different. So it's, are we having the physical conversation of this happening? Cause he, they still technically had the conversation. He took the red pill. Well,
3: oh, but it, okay. But
4: it's metaphor. Just so we know, it, you
3: know, and we don't want to get too deeper into the movie itself, but well, you know, Trinity, Trinity was plugged in to go meet him. But think about all the people like his, his work people, like he worked with nine to five. He never sees them again. So were they even really there? I mean, they were there, but they're plugged into some bubble. Are they NPCs? Is that what you're saying? Or who knows? Right. Right. So, I mean, I definitely, I definitely believe that we are, are three real individuals, but are we really sitting here physically in this room, having a conversation? I mean, it's to me, it seems a little far fetched. I mean, it it seems crazy. Yeah. I think, I think
4: you would, there'd be, there'd be things. I don't know. Maybe
3: like some proof or something. There'd be right? something.
4: I don't know, like birds on yeah. power lines or who knows? and right. other things. So um a glitch of some sort. A glitch, right? Right. Like as an I Ooh, as a I guy use... that works in IT, like glitches are a thing. And what if are... you're not aware, like that's why we have job security, is because nothing ever goes perfect when it comes to, to right, software. But, but we're talking about some massive supercomputer. But hey,
3: real quick, one of the coolest things in the movie, and I do want to touch on this one, because I've had them and I've always tried to figure it out. Like, deja vu. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you had deja vu? Yep. Don't you find
1: it? Like, it's like, what what the heck? Like, it was detailed. Like, words. the Like, and we're talking, like, I had it way
3: before
4: it happened. Like, I don't, you know? It was, I've had deja vu, and most of mine is, like, fragmented, if anything. Like, you're thinking yeah. about it, you're like, God, this feels really familiar. It and you're familiar. like, did I have a dream about this? Did something like, so, yes. And it, I always find it odd. I mean, we do live for the most part, very repetitive lives. Most of us, right? We get up, we go to work, we do things. So it's it's not uncommon for us to have an interaction that we've had before with our wife, spouse, friends, someone you've seen at a gas station because you walked and seen that person before. (coughs) I would say our minds tend to do that when we don't have immersive conversation, right? So if I see someone, a a guy at the cash register at the gas station, I go in there and I get energy drinks all the time. I see that guy all the time. I don't know who he is. I've never really interacted more than thank you. I'll, I'll take a bag, please. Um, I would say that those types of people can often trigger déjà vu more often than not because you've not really ever had a deep conversation with them, and you so you the, the likelihood of you remembering a conversation with them is faint. So you're so you're not thinking it's a glitch. I'm not the, thinking it's matrix. a glitch, right? Well, but I, I I would say that it's probably more subconscious of you remembering a version of them that you don't really and not had much deep there's it's all sh- shallow it's surface level. So
0: here is how I don't know if you guys actually know how like the, what the science of a deja vu is. Um but here's how I know it to be like here's what I've seen. So when deja vu occurs, you're yeah. li- usually living that memory. You're usually like living it as as it's coming right. to you right now. Right. You're you're like, "Oh, okay, here's like let's say like someone handed you some money at, at the cash register, right? And you go, "Oh, I swore this has happened" So what's actually happening is your brain's misfired. What's going on is the electrical signal meant to go into what you're perceiving right now actually misfires and goes into your, into your memory. So you, you think it's a memory, but it's actually just now happening. So you can, but there's no way for you in, to interpret that any different way because your brain's misfired it and put it in the wrong category, basically. But how do they
4: know that? I mean, mm-hmm. how, wh- mm-hmm. what's the sign? Maybe I missed that when you were talking, but what's the science that they were able to somehow prove that? Or is that, is that a theory?
0: No, that that's how that's how I've that's how scientists have told you that's what happens during déjà vu. I I don't know the I can't I don't have an article for you, but mm. yeah, uh, but that's that's sounds how like, scientists uh, have uh, it sounds it, like
4: Velogno. Well, I, mean, I mean, it sounds a little bit vlogno, But here's the deal. I, I mean, just to clear things bilagno. up, I know we want to we want to be clear. Yeah, that's our word now. It's in one oh, yeah. of the openers, so it we got to yeah. use it. Um, I want to be clear. I, I believe that the Matrix is not a real thing, and so I'm going to argue kind of against it, but if i was going to argue on the counter of that because i like to play Devils, devil's advocate a lot i mean that it sounds like the scientists would be playing in on this a little so, bit
0: so here's what, well no. they, they could be i mean they could be playing both sides it could either you could be saying like oh yeah they're defending it by saying oh yeah that's just something that happens with your brain or they're not and they're trying to be like oh yeah like uh this is just like a glitch in my it,
4: it's a machine that was created and oftentimes machines have software built in to protect itself from vulnerabilities. Right. In a sense, a, a deja vu would be conceived as a vulnerability. So, right. if that is the case, wouldn't it make sense that the NPCs or the, the the code that we we see as scientists would argue against it? Now, again, I think this is weird because I'm arguing the, the counter, but I think that there's there's an argument to be made that that. In well, itself, but he's
3: just he's just saying that the brain that these scientists are saying that the brain just dumps it into like into are the they? back memory yeah. conscious type thing and it's, yeah. it's just a, like a, a mechanism of the brain. Yeah. They're not over here saying that we're plugged into computers or anything.
4: Like no, yeah. but they're just, oh, listen, That's when you kind of get someone off of the point, you don't talk about the point. You push them off the, you nudge them off of it so that we never get to the conversation. Well, the you point. veer them. You veer them so it doesn't look
3: like you're trying to be deceptive. Right. Right. You don't, you don't want to just straight up go, so uh, you want to talk about deja vu. How about the sky's blue? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to. Mm. But the one thing that I you know, my stance here is, is I definitely think it's it's feasible. But I also think that even if hypothetically right this minute, we're not living in it. I think it's and and I'm going to I want to bring up some some information and research that I've done that I believe
1: that if hypothetically we're not already in it, but yeah, it's possible that. If we're not already, we could be going. Like we could be our, our creation
3: that as man, as we keep creating deeper and deeper into AIs and, and different things like that nature, that the fact of the matter is we could be creating something that will eventually take over, right? the Creation. Yeah. See, I'm more of a believer of the
4: Terminator and Skynet than I am of this like, you well, know, I mean, either way being
1: created and passively right. using us as a cool. farm.
3: Well, let's look at the world today. Okay. 20 years ago, you had the benjamins in your pocket? You know, you had
1: some coin? I didn't. You made. Benjamins? Benjamins? Did the benjamins which, not which, 20 benjamins. years ago? You had the abes? I was like, "Hey, look. I got a couple bucks." Yeah, I got got the georges. I got the, <laughs> sure. <I got> the <laughs> georges. What's up, man?
4: Count and
3: change. So, uh, so now we got cryptocurrency. Okay? So all you that everybody knows what crypto is nowadays, you know, all the different all the different ones out there, Bitcoin,
4: Chiba your Doja's, all these different things. It's
3: a digital trading. Right.
4: Right. I don't think everybody does know, but it's very yeah. popular right now. And Pretty I think much. that it ties into this really well. So it just... It I think it's of, taking more popular than the stock market. It's like... Yeah. The only reason we're not trading on it yet is because of the volatility, right? And the idea that it, it, it doesn't have a st- stability to it. And that, for instance, if a car company decides to sell or accept Bitcoin as profit... Or like I'm going to sell a Tesla. I want 30 bitcoins right and then tomorrow and, and my bitcoins let's say i take a one bitcoin and bitcoin's worth thirty thousand dollars and tomorrow it changes from thirty thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars that company loses ten thousand dollars right off the top right day two yeah so that because there's of that no, volatility there's, no fix. there's right. a there's a, a big problem there i think because of the i don't want to say conspiracies but because of the doubt in the mind of people nowadays
1: yeah
4: I, I think that this solves a problem in trust right when you make a transaction on a card it goes down this long rabbit hole, and there's all these verifications that happen happen before it actually ends up in your in your bank. Right. Well, Bitcoin is a point to point. For instance, if I want to send you and you're in Africa and I'm in the United States, I just send it to your wallet directly. There is no in between, no middleman, and it's fast. Right. And so I think it. Uh, and it's all digital. Like some 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 countries don't have banks. They don't have places they can put their money. This Boy, allows them to store their money digitally.
3: And that's the point. Like all these different digital things that and you two have talked more about this next one. Um. I only just started researching it because you guys,
1: these NFTs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're starting to take off themselves, right? Um, and it's my understanding that it's
0: it's a
3: one of a kind coin currency of some sort, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's its own like uh, it's a it's art, you know what I mean? It's art that has its own type of like digital signature uh-huh. that makes it unique, and it can be some of them can be randomly genuine generated and be more rare than others in a a certain pack um so they can be one of one um and uh their their value is sometimes inherent sometimes it comes after it's been been made already so
3: so instead of putting like the mona lisa on my wall for i don't know but you know some van gogh painting or something that cost me a million dollars on my wall and i look at it every day it's just some it is very similar piece of art actually think
4: of it in the same way right yeah We, we you you can replicate that so for instance what people are like why can't i just take a screenshot, right? Replicas of the Mona Lisa are essentially screenshots, but there is only one Mona Lisa. There's right. only one original. There's only right. one stroke. There's only one aged to that. I mean, there there are good copies, but there's only one. And that's when it what comes this is? to NFTs, non fungible, yeah. fungible. It means that there, it cannot be replicated. It's unique, and so it's unique in its code, right? It has code. It has signifiers. It has those types of things inside the image that does that. Now think of it this way. I was talking about this the other day. You know, guys our age are trading Pokemon cards and sports cards right now, and they're spending all this money. But the generation that comes after us will be doing this all in digital, right? Video games like Roblox and Fortnite and Call of Duty all are starting to do these NFTs because they're collectibles in the game, and those collectibles will have real world value outside of the game because of the tie. And back and forth, and that's
3: really my point. Like we can go into augmented reality, which is for those of you that don't know, um, like uh, what was that? What was that one that came out? So, uh, like Pokemon Go, right? Uh-huh. So you, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't definitely see the Pokemon in front of virtual you. Virtual items in a real world, right? So it, you all of a sudden you hold the, your phone up and it's bam, it's right there. So that's augmented reality. Virtual reality is when you're actually fully immersed in this virtual world. Uh, you know, um, I've played with the the Oculus um, and I'm just I'm just gonna keep it real. Crazy. Like you put the headphones on, you put this headset on, and everything around you is gone. Like I was riding at this roller coaster, and I. My body, my brain just naturally went with the turn. Like I, I, was like, that just happened. Like I did, I did not
0: go with it. It, my body went with it. Those VRs are a trip. Okay, yeah. I, have, I have a Vive, and I was playing it. And you know, I'm I'm playing for a few hours. You know, I'm playing, mess around with it. There's a couple little like workshop things you could do. You can go on. You get little little gizmos and stuff you can touch and interact with inside of it and everything. So, I'm inside the VR, this little test room, and there's a there's a grappling hook I found that shoots like a grapple. And I didn't really know what it did at that point. But there's a ceiling above. And I just shoot the grapple up, up at the ceiling. And all of a sudden, it starts pulling my my character in the game, right? But I'm attached to it. So I'm in it. And so I just pull. I, I started going up. My whole body went limp. I fell on the floor because I, my brain couldn't register what was happening so i, was, I just was like bruh and i just uh, <laughs> paid money to see that <laughs> no what it do was do? i was freaking out after i was like what just happened like well i recovered dude you know why well, I, I fell like you I, I had to catch myself with my my hand or whatever i was like whoa like i had to take off the headset for a minute and like readjust because i was like my eyes like went you know just cross-eyed for a minute i was like what happened my brain took a screenshot dude it was yeah, it and, was just
3: and exactly and that's you know we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit more into virtual reality here air in a minute because that point exactly, just like my roller coaster story, your, your story with this grappling hook, is the exact of, of why we can lean towards saying that it's very feasible that the matrix is that exists. Because when you put on virtual reality, just to touch on it real before we get into it deeper a little later, is, is that you put this virtual reality on, the sounds and everything, your brain is being told by this computer that you're wearing, this headset and this and these headphones, what is going on? Even though you never leave the spot right in front of you, like I said, I think I rode a thousand foot train, uh, excuse me, roller coaster, and I felt it, like I felt it, but I didn't. And that's really where it starts to get a little, super crazy. Um, then a few other things again about our digital world. Then we got blockchain tech, right? Um, a little bit. If you don't know what blockchain is um it's like a system of ledger uh, records um, that make it they as if it, it's been put literally impossible to hack and it's so it's the backing of of cryptocurrencies and nfts and the virtual world again we'll get into that a little bit more deeper but that's kind of what the uh, basis of blockchain is and then you got the metaverse the metaverse is like bringing all these things and then some which we'll talk a little bit more but the metaverse brings all these things into A digital living world from your currency, you know, to your virtual reality world.
1: We're seeing
4: real estate, like actual property sold in the metaverse. Right. Like we're we're seeing that. Like I was talking to my dad, he's in real estate. Like, are you buying property? So I think he's in the process of like looking at it because it's actually a space that people are, that there's a company that's legit out there becoming a real estate company for the metaverse.
0: I, and I, I believe it. This is, um, really interesting and I like how it's really mainstream now because I mean this has happened before this yeah. isn't the first time people have bought real estate no, on, right. on yeah. video games no there games. was
4: the Pops 2011, 2017 but you've seen this in other games over the years this has happened but I'm back talking,
0: in the mid it just
4: wasn't tied to blockchain or NFT right. and
0: no it wasn't it was tied to like actual like PayPal no. and stuff like Correct. that just actual but money but these aren't
1: even
4: games
3: anymore.
1: Yeah,
0: we're not this, this is a
3: whole it's only
0: the another reality
3: it's reality. another dimension so like we live here on planet earth in the United States we live here in California, the three of us. We can go buy a house, you know, and here in California, you buy a 15 square foot home on a quarter acre, blah, blah, blah. Right. We pay X amount of dollars for it. We can touch it. We can live in it. We can, we
1: can smell it. We can everything, right? That's tangible. There are now these virtual worlds, much like earth, much like our country, like the United States, like for
3: instance, uh and I, I don't want to butcher this name. I think it's that's uh the Centraland. The Centralland. Yeah The Centraland. Um operated by Ethereum and bare minimum, bare minimum piece of property, a parcel of piece of property is ten thousand
1: dollars. And it's only like like three two and a half Ethereum. Right, right, right. So it was funny. So I'm i t- I'm talking to my wife. She's like, wait a second. So people are, are buying fake land? And I said, But is it fake? Is it fake? Is it, and she's, she's looking at it, it's just a thought, right? You're just buying a thought.
0: But they're what not. What is real? This, exactly. What is, what real? is real?
3: This land. I'm telling this, you,
0: it's intergalactic demons. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming in here, they're making fake land, and they're selling it back to us yeah. so we can work and make the slave labor, right? Okay.
3: So it's some mass, it's some mass computer sitting in a, and I'm going to use this as probably as an accurate, but just to give you guys a, a, a depiction of. Of really what's kind of going on here. And granted, it's probably much different than this. And network rooms are generally very large, but let's just picture a room, a uh, 10 by 10 room with a computer sitting in the middle of a room on a desk. This computer running Decentraland. and it has millions and millions of acres of parcel built into this computer. And people are paying $10,000 per parcel minimum. There was some that were 20, 30,000. I know there's a few other, these different lands like Axie Infinity and Sandbox, and then this new one coming but um, for all different prices. I mean, I'd literally seen one for like $50,000. Like, what? And so this computer's running, telling people this land exists, right? It's this computer system. Now granted, I know like a a lot of people are like, well, you buy this land and maybe somebody comes and takes it from you or hackers again. Again, that's back to the blockchain thing, right? The whole point of blockchain is to prevent any of this stuff, whether it be the cryptocurrency, the NFTs, this land from
4: anybody altering, taking, hacking. Well, the, okay. The premise of the blockchain isn't necessarily that it is more decentralization, meaning that we're taking it out to where no one regulates one thing, right. and that the uniqueness of the non fungible. Right, we're talking about NFTs. These these pieces of land, I believe, are classified as NFTs. They're actually NFTs where they're they they're unique. They have a unique identifier that ties to your wallet and your wallet address, and the only person that can allow the. Only, The only thing that is protecting your piece is your password. Well, right now, people are getting hacked, right? If you don't have a good password, you get hacked. You can lose your stuff. But over time, that technology will get stronger. And again, it's not being regulated or anything by anyone. So there is a lot of privacy and a lot of like people are playing the money right now, which is why it's going up so high. But this is an untapped potential market, which is why we're seeing this. Well, and you see like
3: NetBurk, the new one that's coming. NetBurk. Is that Net-
0: like a German? Like, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. Thing, um, But Net-back? It's getting ready, it's
3: getting ready to, cl- to launch. It claims, so when you buy these these digital lands, it's just like a grid, right? You see this grid and you buy this land. Like I tried to walk through the process without paying for anything. And I saw it was like, but they are claiming like you're going to buy, like if you were to walk down the street and buy a piece of land and build a house on it, they're claiming that's how their land is going to be sold. Like, their parcel, they're, they say that they, you will be able to buy this parcel and then build on it like a house and custom environments, And so that's, that's their thing. Now, granted, there's, there's another thing um, that already just came out at uh, the beginning of December, I believe, which we'll talk about here in a second. But the crazy thing is, with the lockdowns that have transpired over the last couple of years, um, I mean, they, they clocked in millions, like hundreds of millions of hours are spent in virtual worlds.
4: Oh, don't be fooled. The meta timing, as far as the announcement from Facebook yeah. on Meta, was well timed. He, he, they're no idiots, oh, right? Yeah, Marketing was... genius. See, they knew exactly what they're doing. now. They were working on this for years. Yeah, and the technology has gotten better over the years as well. But the idea of virtual reality is not new. It's not. It's right. it's, it's always been expensive. Right. now, you seeing seeing things like Oculuses that are one hundred ninety nine or two hundred bucks. People could do this from their I'm house. or but yeah. Well, I saw the cheapest ones one hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, you can buy one hundred ninety nine dollars standalone system. Mind you, he, I think Cody spent like $800 on his at the time. You had to have a really bomb computer to run no, it. that one's good. Right? Oh, the best. Good, uh, yeah, you now run yeah. this thing, and I can sit in my living room on my couch and do it all day, right? So they're, they're making this cheaper with the intentions of pulling people in. And We're Ready player one, bro. Well, oh, this is where it gets really wild.
3: Okay, so you got the meta, like you're talking about meta, right? And, and then yeah, going in the meta, metaverse, of course, there is a virtual reality simulator called horizon. It is now launched. It is live. It is active. So this world, you go in, you put your virtual reality like Cody and I were talking about the graph, right? You put your virtual virtual reality headset on, put your your earphones in, you are no longer in the real world. Your brain now sees this fully 3D, 40 dimensional world that you are now in. And you're walking around interacting with other people. You're buying things, you're building things as if you're in this real world. I mean, this thing is so immersive. I mean, I, I, did, I, wa- I watched some demos. I watched some YouTube videos. And then I was like, dude, this is crazy.
1: This is where it gets crazier. So they launched it for beta. Okay? They launched the beta. Woman signs up to do the beta. She's doing the beta in this world. Walking around in this fully immersive world, feeling what her brain tells her to feel. Hearing what her brain tells her to hear, like it's as far as she's concerned, she's in it, right? In fact, everybody that's kind of described it says it feels 100%. Real. Walking around, boom, 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 and a guy walks by, and Horizon World and gropes, feels her up. She gets out of the beta, and she, her, this is she was quoted
3: um, as saying, not only was I groped last night but there were other people there who supported the behavior, which made me feel isolated. Um, after the review, this is what the company said, stated that she could have used, she could have used the safety zone, safety tool, right? Apparently this pool is some like, you, you engage it, and it puts a bubble around you, and then you can't, and nobody can interact with you at all. Okay. Okay. So she's trying to experience the beta, for everything that it is, this guy comes up and gropes her. And keeping in mind, yes,
1: physically, right here,
3: if if the earth is real, world is real, matrix doesn't exist. He's walking around in this horizon world. Yes, he's in a virtual world. But again, her brain fully immersed into this experience. Her being, her being, that's
0: all you are. You're like
3: you in the grappling hook. Exactly. You fell because your brain told you you were being pulled. I the was ceiling. in there. Yeah, I moved with this roller coaster because my brain told me. I was with this roller coaster. She, her brain, told her she just got groped. Everything uh, that is I don't you, know.
1: I don't know. Like okay, okay, I, hey, close your eyes. Okay.
4: Neither of you have those reactions while while doing the the virtual reality. So I have a hard time. With somebody walking up and rubbing someone's leg or groping someone. You're Somehow right. they feel every, that it's every, all motion. Both of the things you're talking about are are hev- heavily motion driven, like inertia, right? So. If I'm going up and I walk up and I slap someone, you're not going to feel being slapped. No, no, no. That's not what she's saying. But, but she, you she, mean emotionally? This is more of yes, like a mentally,
0: starved. like, I know, uh, a mental assault kind of thing. Right. Because, because listen, you're because, showing somebody, hey, look, look what I'm doing to you. Like, this is you because you, you are there. Yeah. It's like, hey, and they have no control over what they do to you. No, I, so they I could, hear you. I hear yeah. you.
4: Give um, mental trauma. Just, hey,
0: listen. I mean,
3: at the end of the day, it, they're basically just stating that it was her fault, first and foremost because she didn't put on
4: this bubble. I just want to put well, that I don't know out that there. I would call it her fault, but... I mean, no, they, I mean, that's their statement. Essentially, right? right now, until it becomes more, it's a video game, and we, we teabag people in video games now. But in a video game, you see a screen in front of you. you yes, you can... We, we play video games, and we could be in a, a, a,
3: a open world video game where it's fully like, hey, we're traveling, and yeah, that stuff happens, but you look around, and your brain still tells you you're sitting in your living room. Once you engulf yourself in this virtual reality world, especially these ones that are a lot better, like, Cody's, i mean i read some of the, the reviews on that one uh the five. These, these top level virtual realities and the and the better they get and the better these worlds get because another thing this horizon world it, they're they're putting into it is ai right so that it can change itself right so we're gonna we'll, we'll dip into that a little bit but my question is is what deciphers the this real feeling virtual world from what we believe to be the real world unless just simply taking off our headset and our closing our eyes or what,
1: what I think until we see what tells
4: our brain. It's different. Again, I think if you
1: spend 20 hours a day,
4: pretty naive, if you
3: spend 20 hours a day in this virtual world. I'm just
4: curious. At what point does your brain start to believe what you're in? I think that you would be pretty naive to believe that, that, that it was real here. The reason is, is because the technology of the graphical component to it, right? Yeah. When I, you can watch like NBA 2K and you're like, man, that looks just like Steph Curry. Like that, that's real. Like I remember dad, my dad walking in and I was playing a football game once and he's like, what game you watching? Right. Right. When you jump on VR, it does not look like that yet. So I think that when we see things like the metaverse announcement and he shows like holographs of real people, I think at that point it can trick you enough to where your brain can process what's happening as real because what you're seeing is what you've experienced. So
3: I, I think an individual like you, who, who's very open-minded and, and, and is connected to real life, True. But let me give you a piece. Okay. I think human beings, especially Americans, have been slowly desensitized from the real world for some time now. How many memes do you see of people sitting at the dinner table buried in their cell phones, not having conversations? They're buried in their phone. It is only a matter of time for everybody sitting at a dinner table with a virtual reality
4: helmet to eat that food in virtual reality. Instead of well, I, the sitting there okay. at the dinner table. Okay, uh, maybe. I mean, there, there's a lot of work that has to go into that. But at the end of the day, let's going back to the original Leaps premise of the, in the last idea, 10 years. of the idea oh, of the gee. simulation in the Matrix, right? Is the simulation in the Matrix, when, when he got out, Neo still looked like Neo. You're right. Trinity still looked like Trinity. Now, they look run down, and they came out of a ball, a ball of goo. But at the end of the day, they still represented what a human looked like. That your taste and
3: sensories, all their sensories were different. But you're talking about, if we're going to talk about the Matrix, we're talking about a way advancement. When he's inside the Matrix, he's in the late 90s, early 2000s. When he comes out, he's in the 26th century. But he still looks the same. Sure, because because the computer system is far more advanced. So that it's able to plug into him. So here's the end of the day. That's my argument. Our argument is,
4: how do we know that this isn't already what it is? Well, I but we you We're, you're, we're I under- seeing technology unfold in front of us in here in 2021 I, 100%. But you 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 asked me if we were wearing a helmet 20 hours a day, how would we know? We would know because of where the technology is right now. But now. it's advancing, right? Yeah, and I
0: think I mean, the, it's think when you're advancing. Yeah, and when you spend so long like the pri- your primary reality will maybe become the secondary reality when you're spending more of the time in the secondary we're, one we're, it becomes your primary. We're talking
4: reality. Inception if this is real, I right? Mean, hey, but no way. Yeah, like, we're hey. like
0: well, this is two layers deep. It's, you know, it's we're, we're already in a simulation and now we're going to be taking on the metaverse. So we're now we're two layers deep. So what if someone creates a well, metaverse
4: inside the metaverse? No. Yeah. You're, then you're three layers deep. You're three layers deep. But hold on. Well, yeah. Inception, right? But what about this? Just check
3: this out
0: That's for That's not, not what a inception minute. means, but go ahead. Listen,
3: hold on. Let's just check this out for a minute. It's a dream,
0: but it could be the same thing. No, but no, no, no. It's not the same thing. I'll get it.
3: First. So first, the majority of Americans, their jobs were in offices. Now they work from home. Then Zoom meetings became like this big thing. Zoom launched up. Zoom, 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 right? Sounds like a But, anyways, next, and they're actually I shouldn't even say next. They're already doing it. Because I saw on the horizon world where
1: there are companies where everybody works from home and they go into the meetings in virtual reality. I'm just saying, it is
3: slowly transitioning. They they started with the cell phones and everybody's buried in the cell phones, and then augmented reality comes, and then now You've got the lockdowns, everybody stay home, everybody come on Zoom meetings, and now next thing you know, all these employers are going to start providing virtual reality helmets. Like, oh, send it to your house, virtual reality, this is for work only, boom, 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 you jump on the meeting in virtual reality. You jump in the sales, the sales, uh, product, the whatever, production meetings and things like that in virtual reality, and then everything just becomes
0: this level of virtual reality. Your work, play, relaxation becomes virtual reality. Everything yeah. becomes virtual reality. And then, well, then, and then pretty soon, like sometimes, you know, right now, the immersion of the helmet and the controls doesn't really help, but we'll move away from that. It'll just be a room. And it'll be, you know, a moving floor so that everything just looks real. We're
4: already taking the steps because Facebook's already working on the glove, right?
0: That was my thing. To be able to feel.
4: You got to have the touch sensors. You got to have the ability because when I played it and you hit these buttons and I'm like, this is cool and all as a game, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like I'm really playing the game because I'm not actually
0: reaching down and grabbing, right? So if you spend enough time in there, it feels a lot more realistic than it does face value. And I got to be
4: honest, I've not had a lot of experience playing. Dude, play
0: that thing for a few hours. You will be like, You'll be, oh, I played it those 20, that's not how I move my hands. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah.
4: The reality is,
3: the matrix, though, points to a fact that everything you feel, smell, and see is because the brain tells you, you feel it, you smell it, and you see it. You prick your finger, and the prime example are, there are people that their brain doesn't tell them when they feel pain. Mm. So they can actually, and these, this is a real-life thing, they can put their hand on a, on a hot burner and not feel the pain because their brain doesn't have that receptor in it. Yeah. Another thing is, and Cody and I were talking about this a little bit, schizophrenic. Schizophrenics see real life people sitting there. They see real life things happening.
1: That to us they're concerned are not happening. Yeah. Because
3: their brain tells them it's happening. The reality is, is the brain controls everything. So if something can tap into your brain and control it, which this is where our next thing, because Andy and I, Andy's talked about this a little bit. We just kind of bounce this off. It's kind of a little, little fun adage. Uh There's some, there's a little bit of a conspiracy theory out there that that the vaccines actually have
4: nanobots. This came from my dad.
1: That was cool. He texted me. But
0: I looked it up. There's
4: a lot of people believe it. It's real, right? Like the idea that the vaccines is how they got these nanobots or whatever. Maybe it's not nanobots. Maybe it was something else. But. And that, uh, the Facebook shutdown, like the, the, the Facebook yeah. shutdown, the what's WhatsApp to reboot their what's, new what's system was to reboot and turn on yeah. the, what do they call it? Um, the control, like t- the ability for Facebook to go, Hey, by the way, anybody that got the vaccine, you now can control yourselves. You can go into the metaverse and you can just use your, your, your own body. Right. As so what if one day they flip this switch and these nanobots
3: are already in the brains of a of majority of, of human beings, just saying they flip this switch, these nanobots are already in there. Because we know Wi-Fi and Bluetooth has been around for a long time. Who knows how advanced that truly is behind the scenes? They flip some switch, and there's this signal that gets sent out—the five G signal, bro. They control. You're right. Yeah, dude. All the five G towers yeah, that be yeah. flying up, and now they control every thought, feeling, and everything else. And I'm gonna piggyback because a uh, a top world thinker, Nick Bostrom, from a philosopher at Oxford. And I'm going to read this um, to all of our listeners, so it's probably going to sound scripted for a minute. I apologize, but I just want to read this in detail because I don't want to miss Misquot. any, any yep. misquote this or mm-hmm. anything. So he wrote a paper in 2001 that suggested that a supercomputer with the mass on the order of a planet would be capable of running a humanity-sized scale simulation. He had not seen the Matrix before when he wrote this paper. He said that it could do 10 to the 42nd power calculations per second, simulating entire histories of of humankind, uh, including memories, thoughts, and feelings. Everything would be just blips of data. And he said that humanity could have or could destroy itself with its own creation. So thinking again, if these nanobots are real, the virtual realities, the metaverse, like where all this stuff we're creating, the metaverse is going to have its own AI, backed and protected by blockchain it's very feasible that we create something or already have Mm. that is basically controlling humanity because it already is. Even if you don't believe in the Matrix, people walking around like zombies with their cell phones in their faces, it's already been controlling humanity. Humanity has been already controlled for the last decade. It's only just progressive, right? Uh, You have Rizwin Verk, a Computer Science who believes uh, we are living in a large multiplayer video game ready player one right which is or
0: one of the it's a great movie watch if you guys have seen not seen eso it's an anime out to all my oh, anime yeah. fans yeah, yeah. out there eso fantastic anime yes great example of what we're talking about though 100 percent. and i would love to see that come down <laughs> I, have <laughs> I have not seen it oh, no. oh check no. it out oh wait is it eso, ESO? No, ESO? yeah it's um sword art online eso's elder scrolls online yeah, oh, the the <laughs> same online thing uh sword art online
4: sword art online okay
0: sao yeah, sao sao, SAO uh sort of online there's two uh seasons or all well, yeah, the others two kind of series but yeah highly are. highly recommended yeah. um and
3: again so this Rizwan Quirk, this major computer scientist says his belief we are living a multiplayer game so here's two guys that are like you know fairly smart individuals and then you have a a group of physicists um who
1: try to address the question by studying cosmic rays right so these dudes are like, hey, um, again, I want to
3: uh, read this because it's some really in-depth information that probably goes way over my head. But I read it like a multitude of times last night and then did a little bit <laughs> back research on it to just make sure that <laughs> this sounds right. Uh, so the physicist simulates space and the subatomic particles in it using coordinates on a grid. So, so, these nuclear phys- so the nuclear physicist Silas Bean and some of his colleagues suggested in a 2014 paper that perhaps the mass simulation we could be living in... Okay, so he basically states the mass simulation we could be living in um, uh, would use the same coordinate system. Okay, so the same coordinate system that they used with these particles, subatomic particles. Their logic was that if certain particles, like the high-energy cosmic rays, always exhibit a maximum energy level, which by the way, I thought they do, then the constraints on their behavior could be due to the simulation underlining grid. Dumb that so, down for me. So basically, and this is that's why I had to do that, right? Yeah. I had to go d- research d- it. Dumb it down for me. Give it so the point. Explain it, it, it to me like I'm five. I, that's what I'm gonna do. I wanted to read it first, because that's why I said let me read it first. Yeah. So so basically they take this grid and they and they they study the cosmic rays, right? And they study the atomic particles within the cosmic rays. And they see this grid, right? And they go, okay, there's patterns, right? And so these certain patterns are only are only laid out in certain ways, right? And normally they're very random and, and very this. But when they started studying them, or they should be, according to science, they should be all over the place. And, and so they, they laid out this grid and they go, okay, well, they're not. They're very systematic. Right. And so, so they
4: think that's somehow proof
3: that we're in some kind of simulation. They said it would explain that there is a, a grid behind it already controlling. It. So when you think grid, you got to think mainframe. Right. And that's what they're stating that, that even like when we go to space and study stuff, actually go into space and study. Sounds so.
4: like they don't have the proof. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the, it sounds well, like no. a theory, which it, is what scientists are. They're you're just right. guys that are out there theorizing sure. everything, and then having, having
0: well, yeah, it's a theory. For... I mean, they didn't just prove simulation. Well, it's well if they could, <laughs> we <laughs> wouldn't city, we station, station, would the be sitting here talking about a <laughs> show. It would the be the like... argument, though, <laughs> is, <laughs> that, is... That, that is
4: proof that there could be something that's there. That's a theory, actually. And here's the thing: if when they say that, what he just said to me is that they are saying that 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 is itself could be proof, could be it would explain it, of course, would explain
1: it. Yeah.
3: Oh, and that's the point: is 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 it's all theory. It's theory, it's theory, it's theory, but that's what we're discussing. There's mysteries and stuff behind this, and there's a theory here, but the reality is, is just like Cody said in the beginning, is it's is, though it can very well not be real, I'm just trying to connect the dots that it could. The reality is we're in 2021, and they're showing evidence of it going to a very feasible way. They're starting to give highly intelligent AI to computer systems that control virtual worlds where millions million of people will be plugged in every day, all day, being told what to do. And if hypothetically the small chance that the vaccine does have some nanobots in it will flip a switch and now you are connected all day, every day, hardwired just like your phone is.
4: So wait, would there be an unvaccinated resistance? <sighs> well, there would be. Mm. Right? 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 Because they flipped the switch and I mean would Morpheus be an unvaccinated resistant what leader?
3: Was, what was the world when Morpheus?
4: What was world? the land where there there's people that were
3: unplugged, remember? Uh uh, Zion. Oh, Zion, the last Zion. city. Zion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we would have to create our own Zion, right? Yeah. Those of us that aren't vaxxed out there, like, put. Like, I'm sure they'd probably come for us quickly. You know, well, well yeah. They, out there, they, does not vaxxed. They seek if, you out in those little octopods. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, everybody'd have to get underground quick. If you're not vaccinated, and the nanobots are real. You know what to do. The Sentinels but, are coming for you. <laughs> well, right, because we wouldn't be
4: able to go into the metaverse unless we had some way of going into the metaverse.
3: Right. You know, and and this this little quote right here. There always remains the possibility for the simulated
1: to discover the simulator. Right? What that means is the AI to discover us. Like We discovered them. We created them. Become aware. To become aware. If they become aware, we got
3: a Skynet issue. We got a... I don't even know. What was that computer called? In? Did they ever say it was like the mother computer? Remember? I don't think like, that there was a name. It was but... like just mass supercomputer. Crazy. Controlling all yes. these people plugged into little bathtubs. It's just called the Matrix of
0: what it is. They're pink, plugged into the
1: Matrix. Pink lemonade jelly, whatever that was. Primordial goo. Primordial goo. Um. So maybe we're not plugged into the matrix yet. Who knows? There's evidence that it could be. There's
0: evidence that it's not, right? Although um, there are a lot of people who have claimed to have seen glitches in the right? Matrix, the one we're living in right now. Correct. Would you like to hear some stories? I would love some. Let, let me pull those up for you real quick. Yes. And now there are there are As act- he eats his cookie. I love these cookies. Uh, oh shout gosh. out to Crumble. So you can guys everybody make, else that's listening. You can you can get these cookies at Crumble. They're delicious. Shout out to Crumble, we'll sponsor our video. Hey, um man. Okay. Yeah.
1: Don't tell my wife I had like five.
0: Your I secret. If you need to stop
1: me.
4: taking bites. Know. This is terrible for the audio.
0: They love it. <laughs> so
4: all those people on that TV are like, "Oh my god, he's eating a cookie."
0: Are you kidding me? They just turned it up three notches. They want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> so, let's start with number one uh, on this list of a hundred thing. A hundred times, the wow. the Matrix has glitched, and this is just documented. This is documented. Let's just get These like three real people.
4: Let's just do like three.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna do three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so let me start you up. This is number one. A general sow's, uh, a, the, a creepy general South story. This is. Um, a story about some people who went to have Chinese food, right? Okay, so I'm just gonna read it from their perspective, okay? Me and my friend were at a Chinese restaurant and we ordered a general sao chicken dinner and a shrimp lo mein dish. When we sat down, we took out both the boxes and set them on a table two feet apart. My friend opens the box, the first box. We see a shrimp lo mein. It had all the things in there, noodles, shrimp, fried rice. He closes the box and then opens the other one next to it. Inside that box is another shrimp lo mein dip. Shrimp, noodles, and fried rice. I said, oh, I think they mixed up the order. I was just about to say that when my friend says out loud, looks like they made a mistake and gave us two. As he opens up the first box again, inside is a general salad chicken dinner order. General salad chicken, fried
1: rice, and an egg roll. He froze and looked at me. I look back at him.
0: And then we sat in silence. It took us five or so minutes to collect ourselves. We had no idea what. Yeah, you opened the same ah. box twice. No, they set them apart. Yeah, uh-huh. they set them apart. Yeah, opened yeah. the first uh-huh. one. Opened it up. Looked inside. It was a low
4: main. Yeah. No one wants to be the idiot that looked in the same box twice. <laughs> no, they
0: didn't. They, they, sw- they didn't. They did it, dude. Right. right? Listen, like, listen, uh, listen, crap. Listen uh, what do I do?
4: Uh, yeah, something must have glitched.
0: <laughs> number number. OK, this is number seven. I'm going to blame the matrix on everything from now on. I experienced a moment where time stayed frozen. When I was a teenager, I was in my room and decided to go in the kitchen to make a sandwich. I looked at the clock before I left. It was 6.48 p.m. When I went to the kitchen, made an awesome sandwich, got some chips and a drink. This probably took me around 10 minutes. When I walked into my room, the clock still said 6.48. I stood there for a bit, really confused as I stared at the the clock to make sure it would change. And then all of a sudden, it changed to 6.49. It's a digital clock. So like he couldn't see the you know, the physical hand moving, right? But um time stood still, looked like for a Or minute.
4: it was 10:58 or whatever the time was and he just it would have to be 10:38.
0: 38, right? As time moves forward. Um uh so crazy. it would be um hmm. so let's I, I'm going to pick one at random here. I, yeah. I haven't read all these. I just I just found the I was oh 100 of them. Let's go. So I just yeah, it. Okay. Go. Here's number what, what's your what's your favorite number? i have one of 100. Pick one. Uh 77. 77. This is why
4: I don't interact with the world. Because there's people out there that write things like, I wouldn't make
0: a sandwich. Oh my gosh, and no time had changed. Number 75 is so long. Oh my gosh, number 77 is even longer. Okay, check this out. Uh, Okay. We can go 50. No, no. Okay. (laughs) Just give me a good. Okay. Number 77. I've never used Reddit before, but a friend of mine was talking to me about the glitch in the Matrix subreddit. So I decided to share my story. Since I don't have any explanation for it, almost three years later. Rewind back to September 2015. I was a freshman who had just entered high school. Two weeks prior, uh, already school was weighing down on me, and I had been continuing a habit I had going on walks to clear my mind. On this day, I had been walking around a pond near my house. There is a trail that goes around the pond, and then the trail leads up to a set of abandoned train tracks on the other side, which, which sit about 15 feet above the path and pond below. After walking the circle, it was crossing, and I, I was crossing the cr- the train tracks. Then I decided I wanted some ice cream. The fastest way to get to the ice cream shop was to take the path below the train track, but there isn't any way across the pond without going all the way back around. And being 14 years old, I decided that I could just jump from the tracks into the path below and keep walking, looking down from above. It didn't seem to be that far of a jump, so that's what I did. The next thing I remember after that was being half conscious in an ambulance. Everything was extremely blurry, and the paramedics sounded slightly panicked. I was I wasn't able to move either of my legs. So then they were. So then I think they were broken. The scene continued for a few minutes until we arrived at the hospital. I was wheeled into the emergency room on a stretcher. I had only a few minutes in the, emer- in the emerge before I eventually lost all consciousness, and that was the last thing I saw. After I'd been unconscious for what felt like about an hour I opened my eyes and was on the ground. I'd just hit the ground after jumping a bit but this was the time I was fully conscious and hadn't noticed this before I jumped. But there had been a parked car watching me. I think they thought I was attempting suicide but it probably because it probably looked that way. And the people in it had jumped out and called for an ambulance for me. The ambulance ride had been that exact had been the exact same as if it were the first time. I was put into some emergency room they had that I had that they thought I had died in what that I thought I had died in before. The only difference between the two events were that I was fully conscious this time and my injuries were much more minor. I was discharged from the hospital the same night, only stitches on my lip, slightly fractured jaw, and a mild concussion. For a while after this, I assumed that the first scenario had just been a weirdly a coincidental dream that I had while I was unconscious. So I didn't consider it anything. I didn't consider it anything abnormal. It wasn't until a few weeks after when my mom had told me that the people who had helped me said that I had been unconscious the entire time. I hadn't been knocked out after hitting the ground or anything. So that entire scenario managed to happen in a few seconds. It took me for it. It took me for a second. It took me for wait. It took it me took for me to hit the ground sorry uh while it was still unconscious now that was really that was really tough for you. but um right but
4: so basically they had essentially like a living out dream of what was going to happen when it hadn't actually happened yet and then when she came to and it wasn't he relived it all he, they they relived it all the same ambulance mm-hmm. and every ambulance everything. but the only thing that was different was fully con- fully conscious and the injury torn is bad and and then the dream
0: Legs were broken, couldn't feel them, and then ended up dying. Right. Yeah. but the Same ambulance. Scenario, well, same oh. ambulance. Wow. Well. Stranger in the car was a little different though, too. Oh. But yeah, I know. a
4: person's going to write a really good episode of Fringe.
0: Yeah. Or they're going to go to
3: rehab for shrooms. <laughs> one or the other.
4: Speaking of uh, schizophrenic.
0: Um, okay, so, but another example of these weird glitches in the Matrix is something called the Mandela Effect. Are you guys familiar? Yeah. Yes. You know, have you seen a couple of them? Do you know what I'm talking about? Let's let's take a little test. Though. I'm, I'm going to read off. To I'm you. a person
4: that doesn't go down the rabbit hole too much. OK,
0: so I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what the Mandela effect is. You guys know who Nelson Mandela is? Of course. Um. So uh, what's that? Oh, so okay, anyway, um, Mandela effect, it all started with him, people thinking that he had died in prison in like the 1980s, but he actually died in like 2013. Right. And so people swore that he died. He saw it on the news. He died in the 1980s, but he didn't. So it's just kind of like a, a a group of people, or you know, a collection of people who had this like false memory or seemingly false memory of how things were or would yeah, have been. They're right? like
3: confident it happened
0: one way. Yeah, they're so sure way. of it that right. kind of like deja vu or glitches in the matrix. They can right. swear by it, but for some reason things don't just add up. So um, a couple of examples of this is. Uh, Curious George. Okay, I'm gonna show you an image. Talking about from like the children's book? The children's book. The little monkey? The little monkey. I'm gonna show you an image. Um you tell me uh which one's the real one. Okay. Now the difference in this image is that Curious George has a tail and one of them he doesn't have a tail. Right. So which one's the real one? The one without the tail. One the without the tail. The one without the tail. One without the tail. Okay. Let's let's do what the verdict is. George's tail. You're correct. He was, he did never had a tail. Yeah. So not a good example. It <laughs> doesn't really go but, with my but thing. No, but the point is there are a lot of people.
3: I get that because at first my brain was like. Dude, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Like I got all of a sudden I now remember him having a tail. Right. I mean, it, that's, I totally get the, the, the experiment behind it. Um, and that's really what, at the end of the day, it's like, if we were in the matrix, the matrix decides if we're, you know, we keep calling it the matrix based on the movie, but who knows what it's called. But if we're in some kind of constructed reality, you know, very, very powerful computer running all of our brains simultaneously, and what is real, what is not, what is being told, you know? And the question always really comes down to is, can the brain be fooled in believing what is
1: real? Well, we, we definitely know that. I mean, virtual reality trips us out. I mean, it tripped Cody and I out. Schizophrenics, you know, because of a
3: misfire in their brain, they see things and believe things that aren't there, right?
1: Um, we know that the brain does different things. Think about someone that's colorful. they see one color, the rest of us see another, right? And that's a very mild example, but at the same time, is it? Oh, right? here,
0: here's a better one. So, remember in uh, Star Wars uh, when? uh Darth Vader says Luke I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, he actually doesn't say
1: that. What? He doesn't say Luke. He just says I am
0: your father. But everybody says Everybody says Luke, Luke, I am your father. I am your father, Luke. But no one ever It's just it's our, our brain just puts it in. Our brain just puts it in for some reason. Um and then there's like there's other examples on here like uh was it um life is like a box of chocolates. You know, if you listen closely, he says life was like a box of chocolate, not is like a box of chocolate.
3: And you see that's it's funny how our brain does that, right? Mm-hmm. Our brain fills in gaps or fills in things of what we what we perceive. Um, and that's the whole point is, can our brains be full? And I absolutely believe that I believe that we are on the verge of that be happening. So
1: I guess my last question before we close up. Our brains are full and we're living in the matrix. Somebody comes to you and tells you, hey, you got this life. Andy, you got a great life, right? Beautiful wife, amazing kids, uh, great friends like Cody and I. I don't know if I'd say great, but... And the guy comes and says, hey. I did listen me. to the last podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's on you, man. We're, you're and on I, the naughty list. And the guy comes and says, it's all safe. I'm going to give you two options. i give you this option. And I'll release
3: you and show you what's really going on. And that world is dark and broken, and and it's
1: just horrid world. But it's real. Or you can remain in this level of ignorance that you
3: live in, not knowing the truth. But you can continue to enjoy. I what think you have in this
4: scenario, because I have a wife and kids, I would yeah. be I would be ignorant. To Even
3: it. though he tells you that yeah. the wife and kids don't <laughs> exist.
4: Uh yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. I think that what. I mean, it, hey, it, you have a family, those that's I, a hard decision. In, yeah. in real life, your brain like, tells you you have all. Of I that. argue against ignorance, but in that particular situation, it's a life without them. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to know that, right? So I think I would, I would take the ignorant. It's like taking a bullet for someone, kind of thing, right? Got you. You know, for for the the likelihood that they're not real, like no, you're I'm like,
3: playing. hey, make this conversation disappear, and let me go back to what I was doing, all all right? right, Cody.
0: Um, you know, unless there's something that can explain like how like people are born into the matrix, you know what I mean? Like so they, that unless there's a theory theory that proves that, you know, at least new people are in the matrix too. But then then that's then that means they're real, but they are in the simulation with right, like look, look, kind of like how weird scenario right now, right you now.
4: rewrite the matrix, the movie. And now Neo has a wife and kids. Does yeah. he go in, does he, does he take the red pill or does he not?
3: Now, the wife and kids may be real people plugged in elsewhere. Yeah. But every experience you've had with them never really happened. It's just your brain being told they have.
0: I'm just saying that I think. Well, then they wouldn't have really existed then if they're not in a pod somewhere else. But or are you saying they no, would have different they lives? You're saying they just Regardless, have different lives somewhere? Let's, let's imagine nah, they're, they're just not. They're plugged
4: into a pod. Well. They're plugged into a pod. And let's imagine they're not. Or they're NPCs. You don't know that, right? Cause you don't. But they don't know that. Yeah, just you like Neo, he doesn't real. know that he doesn't know all his coworkers. I'm were, just saying were, it, the decision is a little easier for Neo because he ain't got no like. I get it. I get it. That's why. Know? That's why I'm presenting it
3: to you guys because we all live different lives. We all have. We're, we're not Neo. We're not hackers. We're not living in some you know bachelor studio, you know, on some high rise.
4: That's not us. Right? I don't believe myself to be ignorant, right? So in the sense that I, I, I would not, not, I would not want to live in a false world. But the idea of not having my wife and kids right now would be re- it, And that's why that's I presented tough. it, because that's what it would mean. If,
3: if we are truly living in, for lack of better terms, the Matrix, and you got unplugged, you would, whatever it, your life is, because Neo no longer will go back to that job, he'll no longer have the car he had. You know, if he had a dog, you won't. None of that. None Unless of that. my wife and kids
4: are real and they are plugged in, then I would leave to and save go them. find them and plug them. One hundred percent. Yeah, You okay. got to go back to get your to get your family. One hundred percent.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. but whether they, yeah, yeah. What but if they're, they're not real. I think I would stay. Okay. Go. So, yeah. No. Uh, oh, yeah. What I would I stay in the real world is what or you're Would saying? you get unplugged? Um, I think that I'd I'd rather live in truth, and I would I would unplug my wife if I could. Yeah, that's but, what uh, I mean though. Yeah. I think
4: in the sense if they're not if real, if I have to leave them
0: behind, if they're not real. Yeah. Oh, if they're not if real. They're
4: NPCs. If they're a computer program. Would you
1: leave? Everything you know and love is a computer program. That's tough.
0: I, I, I don't know. I I'd want to say I would want to pursue truth. Yeah. But it's right. hard to, you know, make that call. But I I I think I'd lean towards wanting to Listen, know the truth. Ignorance is bliss. It really
3: is. It truly, it truly is. I don't know that what I would do, but I, I think at the end of the day, I would probably want to know the truth. Honestly. And uh there's a there's a lot of people that believe that we're living in this, you know, multiplayer video game, this matrix type world, and so who knows if that's true what the real world's like,
1: you know, we it, it could just be a complete catastrophe. We've destroyed it as human beings. We're really living in the three thousand. Who knows? Who really knows? But at the end of the day. If I was presented that option, I think I'd unplug.
3: So, So um, in closing, hey, listeners, let us know. We, we really, 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 really send us a direct message. You don't have to put it on our Facebook page. You don't have to put it on our, our TikTok or our Twitter. But we're really curious to know what you would do.
1: Would you unplug for the truth, lose everything that you have, that it was all just a program, or would you stay in it and just enjoy the bliss? We love you guys, um hey, do us a favor. uh subscribe and follow. um downloads
3: are going through the roof. you know we we definitely want to make sure that um you know we we can get you guys all the new episodes when they drop on time. so subscribe, follow podcast uh, apple podcast, Facebook. hey, Facebook is like hot
4: item right now i mean andy's Andy's our analytical guy he could he could tell you all about it. It's crazy right. That's it. Crazy. But I'm, I think the best advice I gave someone the other day was, even if they don't listen, just grab your friend's phones. <laughs> if it's an iPhone, go into Apple Podcasts. Hit the plus sign. Boom. Just tell them, hey, here you go. Here's your yeah. phone. Uh, you, you don't have to tell them what you're doing. Just uh, make sure they're subscribed. Yeah.
3: But if you're not following us on Facebook, definitely follow us on Facebook. It seems to be uh, one of the top platforms for podcasts right now. Follow us everywhere. Instagram, yeah. TikTok, everywhere. TikTok everywhere. Twitter. Hit our link tree. You'll follow it all. Link but yeah, yeah. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook follow us. YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, with the with the new year about to hit, um, I think, you know, not too near future, we're going to be or not too far future, I should say. We're going to be uh, probably getting into some video. So, um, you know, let us know your thoughts on that. You definitely, wa- so definitely, definitely want to be YouTube. a part of
4: this before we do our podcast in the, in the metaverse. Right. Yeah, you want to say yeah.
3: you were a part of it before it got cool. Before, right. You yeah. Know. yeah. Before you got the virtual Andy Cody in and air,
4: Right. Anyways.
3: Hey, As always, we love you guys. Happy New Year again. Have fun out there. Be safe. Twist the world. We're out. Peace out.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can
3: always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.